Welcome to Machine Learning. Russia. I've talked about Russia in the past, and it's been kind of a question about why they're responding to the expansion of the European Union in the way that they are, why they've taken a military position, and what is their end objective. Well, it's interesting because of the characters involved. You've got Russia, China, Germany. These three big characters are transforming Europe and Southeast Asia. So what is the what is the end goal of the campaign in Crimea, Georgia, and now Ukraine? What what is the objective that Russia is going after? And it seems to be a combination of the big three, where Germany is the lover. And you have Russia as the dictator or tyrant. And you have China that is somewhat a bully, where they're pushing on the border lines, borders of India. There's already been two major incursions without gunfire, but they, for some reason they uh, they went to hand-to-hand combat. Fifty soldiers were injured. Some were killed. And the result was 600 miles, 600 square miles of border was taken by China and not relinquished in uh, one of the skirmishes. Now you have pressure on Taiwan from China. And China could put ground troops on Taiwan and push through the defenses and capture that area. That would have a devastating impact on the world's chip market. So again, we have this resource war that's going on where India will be like a victim. And it needs it has a hundred thousand men at the border. And it's a it's a, a strong economy, but the Chinese technology and advancements will be stronger than India's military. So. The uh, the challenge will be how to defend against that level of aggression with those large campaigns, and if it um, if the fight goes to the uh, 
ground forces, China could could have the advantage. minor character involved which is North Korea which is is a maybe creating the distraction with the aggression towards Japan and then we have a history of aggression from Russia towards Asia when we saw how Germany received help in the battle between Serbia and Kosovo and U.S. troops or forces attacked Serbia. Serbia was our ally in World War II. So that was became a, a strange act in that engagement. The United States has stayed out of this campaign and the end results were when they engaged in the sorties against Serbia, Serbia power fell. And that gave Germany an influence over Yugoslavia, Croatia, Slovakia. And that that impact is allowing Germany to become a superpower. And interestingly enough, as Russia has been pushing towards Poland, in its attack through Ukraine, that Germany has not mobilized a force forces at the Poland border to contain Russia. And why should it? Russia's her lover. Germany gets oil and it exports its industry to Russia. And so there is a relationship there. And India also is a big customer of China, yet they are engaged in military conflict against each other. As I think about this scenario, I was reading in Ezekiel how Egypt fell as the judgments of God came upon him, her, and the result was dispersion 
and you look at the strengthening of NATO, the expansion of the European Union, and the growing influence of Germany, it is a concern. After World War II, Germany was contained through the different agreements and not allowed to become uh, powerful, a superpower. However, if you look at the expansion of military force in Europe and the potential for a totalitarian superstate, it raises serious concerns about the views of power in that region. And where will it stop? Where will Russia's aggression stop? Will it stop in Ukraine? Will it stop at India? Or will it be a move to conquer the whole world? It doesn't seem possible that Russia would have enough resources to do that. However, Russia showed that they are willing, when they attack Georgia, to begin the Russian expansion into South East, into to Asia, South Asia, and the, and then capture the powerhouses of South Asia, Indonesia, Maramam, Georgia. They they already hold Pakistan, Kurdistan. Tegetistan. They hold lots of of power in that region in the Caspian Sea. And one of the arguments of why they wanted Putin wanted to capture that region is most of their oil comes from fields near the Caspian Sea oil fields and Putin is probably the richest man in the world because he seized two of the oil companies bought it at a fire sale government bought it at a fire sale then moved himself in as from president to Prime Minister and use these resources to influence Ukraine not to join the European Union and then later used his resources to capture and pay for Ukraine. Military campaign.
So the battle for South Asia is not over. It's interesting because Russia and China are working together, yet they fear each other. And Russia made the first move militarily, and China could make the second move. The interesting aspect of this whole scenario is why would China engage in a military campaign when it would mean the destruction of their economy? And it seems like they have two minds. They have the mind for their military strategies and they have the mind for business opportunity. And in the realm of business opportunity, we engage as a customer of China. And they have huge investments in many of the large companies through their SICS sovereign wealth fund, which has trillions of dollars of investment. in various sectors of the economy. I want to talk about the imagery of Captain America. We uh have been I've been talking about the aggression of Russia. Russia and Germany are like red skeleton in the Captain America saga. And I want to talk about the imagery of Captain America. He was a soldier who had a very good heart. And because he had such a good heart, he never wanted to hurt people just for fun or for his own self-interest purposes but he was a he was a man who uh became super strong and he wore a uh, outfit that symbolized the freedom and and justice for all. And he was a symbol of America. Captain America didn't go around beating up people for fun or entangling himself in the affairs of other people. Instead, he was strong. He was the defender of righteousness. He was a good man.
And so you see in the Kosovo-Serbia scenario that this was the first time in American history that America launched a offensive war against Serbia. It did not do this in a defensive manner. And it was done swiftly and the war was over quick. So in the Captain America scenario, he fought the villain Red Skull. Not Skeleton, sorry. Red Skeleton's your comedian. Red Skull. And Red Skull was a product of an evil design that created a superhuman with superhuman strength. And that's what we have with Germany, is we have a superhuman strength entity. It's growing stronger economically. It's growing stronger politically. We saw in the subprime meltdown that Germany had loans out to Ireland and to Spain and to Portugal that it was widespread in its economic influence. And it does not have a large army for fear that it could become a dictatorship as in the past. But it has been mobilizing it's strength through the European Union and the army is NATO which means Europe, England and the US they carry the bulk of that force so as Captain America with the A on his helmet, with a shield, not a sword, he carried a shield, meaning that he could defend himself defensively against all attackers, foreign and domestic. And that shield could be used as a weapon just as any country has realized in history that once the United States begins to mobilize its industrial base for war it is unstoppable the innovation the power, the destructive capability 
that AI could unleash on the world is the super weapon of our day. Captain America was a good guy. He had as his source a serum. They never explained totally what it is. Could have been the same serum that Black Panther had, Vivarium, Vivarium. Almost like unattainium from uh, the core super powerful gets stronger as more energy is put into it or heat herbarium came from space and um, Tony Sparks father discovered a new element, and from that element, he had a energy property unlike any other elements, and it had a quality to make Captain America very strong. And what would that element have been in history? I believe that element was plutonium. Plutonium had the ability to unleash 1% conversion of matter to energy with the devastating impact of over 15 kilotons of explosive power. And for that reason, it became, the atomic weapons became the most powerful and feared weapon of our century. And they still are. It, the fear of mutual assured destruction never went away. And any usage of those weapons would represent the annihilation of a government and a civilization. They should never, ever be used. But yet they exist. And the threat of usage is very real. So the very power that gives Captain America his invulnerability went from his heart to technology. And it's almost as if mankind has forgot that the real power of Captain America was his goodness of his heart. And from that, the blessings of God upon a righteous people. Instead, now we, like the Egyptians, 
look for our technology to protect us. And when the Red Skull attacked, he came with the force like Assyria to assimilate and absorb all civilizations within the collective or the communist plot to take over America, the communist plot to take over the world. Communist Communism didn't die with Perestroika. It has now raised its ugly head in Putin's attempt to conquer South Asia, employing all the resources of oil, money, obligarchy, cash, to bring the campaign to a world disrupted by military confrontation. And so the imagery of Captain America is an imagery of a day when America was good, when its heart was good, when it was not a bully, when it was righteous, and when it was strong. Captain America's favorite saying is, I could do this all day. Every country that's fought America, whether it be from England to the Vietnam War to the Iraq War, has learned the strength of America, its resource-rich capability the ability to bring almost an unlimited resource of military firepower and capability from the Patriot missile to the smart weapons of today to Star Wars. That there were, was no other country capable of producing resources as great as the United States. And for that reason, Captain America saying, I could do this all day, meant that his enemies would exhaust themselves before they would destroy him. And that to fight him was useless. But there was a scene in the Black Panther where an anti-serum was given and he became mortal. And then challengers could fight him for to displace him from his ruling uh, king as king. 
they had built a civilization on this technology, the atomic age. And now their king was vulnerable and had to fight for his place in the society. And as we see our position as Captain America, he's become sick. He isn't fighting. He he didn't step up to the battleground when Russia attacked Ukraine or Crimea. We fought in Georgia, whether that's disclosed or not. There's evidence that there were still teams fighting the Russians in Georgia. But we didn't deploy a large army to stop the invasion when we saw it occurring at the borders of the Ukraine. Captain America is not helping. And when Russia makes its move with China against India, Captain America will act sick. He doesn't have his powerful shield in place to deflect the the incoming weapons, which could be in the Star Wars to neutralize all ICBMs from space. Israel has its Iron Dome too, using American technology. Why couldn't we protect the innocent in Ukraine using Star Wars technology, laser technology? high-energy weapons. It exists. Kinetic weapons exist. The Air Force is transformed from just air combat to air and space. So warfare will come from space in the future. Protective shields will come from space. Because an ICBM traveling at 18,000 miles an hour is only a few minutes to its destination. And so we need the system capable of destroying a weapon of that magnitude with great precision at any time in any place and we cannot afford to let our defenses become weak because Asia respects strength and if we do not have strength that will encourage Asia to bully Taiwan and India (laughs) 